Hello, and welcome to episode 48 of Friends of the Show. I am Stephen W. Skinner, and this is a podcast where I get to know some of the funniest and nicest folks from the internet. They are the Friends of the Show. This week's friend is the Space Girl Incognito herself at I Am Space Girl. Truly beloved within our Twitter joke community, and if you don't know, you're about to find out why. It was so much fun talking to Skye, and she was also very gracious about me sleeping through our scheduled recording time. Very cool, Skye. And apologies for my just-woke-up-yawn voice. Be sure to follow at FOTSPod on Twitter. Now grab your nearest animal friend. It's Friends of the Show, episode 48, with I Am Space Girl. We often confuse what we wish for with what is, from Mirror Mask. Ah, Mirror Mask. I'm not familiar with that. Can you tell me more about it? Uh, yeah, it was written by Neil Gaiman, and it was animated by Dave McKean. It's some animation, very, like, old-school animation, but oh, might not fly with cool. today's standards. Uh, old-school <laughs> animation. Well, thank you very much for the quote, and welcome to the podcast, Guy. Hi, thanks for having me. All right. <laughs> and your cat. Yeah, we're making a guest appear. So, for the listeners, I am very excited to talk to our guest this week. Truly one of the funniest and nicest people online and in real life. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the most hilarious tweets of all time, and everyone <laughs> loves this person because of how nice and great they are. So, I'm very happy to welcome to the show Sky, aka Space Girl Incognito. <sighs> How am I even supposed to? say anything now that's such a high standard (laughs) well thank you very much and welcome um so yeah let's get into it let's get to know you tell us about yourself where are you from what you up to what are your interests (laughs) tell us about the cats oh the cats are well one is a recluse and the other one is in my face all the time so you'll hear her but uh yeah, I am originally from, well, mostly originally from South Jersey, and uh, Jersey. now I live in North Carolina, and I work in an automotive shop, and I have kids and whatnot. <laughs> kids, kids and, and, and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're planning your life, you always want to have kids and whatnot. <laughs> and whatnot. The whatnot, the whatnot yeah. is important. Yeah. So, you sticking on the East Coast. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Jersey, what was that like? What exit? people always ask me that I don't even remember anymore I moved around a lot as a kid I went to a lot of different schools and lived in a lot of different towns in Jersey okay so a bit of a nomadic (laughs) lifestyle at the beginning growing up yeah the thing where you always had to show up to a new school and make new friends real quick just not you know (laughs) one or the other yeah then you moved to the Carolinas I did. I like on a whim, kind of. I was in school in Jersey and stuff, but I was living with family and they kind of drove me a little crazy and I had an opportunity to go somewhere new and I just kind of jumped on it uh, without knowing (laughs) what it was going to be like. (laughs) And what is it like? I always wonder about the Carolina lifestyle. Yeah, you know, I didn't have any real sense of it when uh, it was, you know, put up for an option. I had kind of an image of what I realize now is like maybe Kentucky backwoods, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) In my head, like it was very, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but it's, I really like it. You've got a mix of like weird rural farmland and beach towns with universities scattered throughout. It's a really interesting vibe. That is interesting. Yeah, I sort of only know the Myrtle Beach area. The Yeah, that's South Carolina. I have not actually ever been to Myrtle Beach. But, yeah, that's the only sort of Carolinas the yeah. thing that I know. <laughs> <laughs> the beach shops, some golfing. See, that is more in line with my experience now, but I realized that when I lived in Jersey, I just had no concept of any, like, southern states at all, really. Like, it was all one idea, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't really know the the southern south states. Like, been to Florida, but 
never like the Alabama, Arkansas. <laughs> or, yeah, you know, the, yeah, I've never been that way myself. Like either. you're saying, the Kentucky. You've never been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I've never. I see. I still don't even know <laughs> what I'm talking about ever. <laughs> I yeah. Well, I'm not even from the country, so for me, it's a little bit forgivable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just I'm a scatterbrain, so that's my excuse. Well, that's pretty good. So, what are your interests out there? What are you doing in the Carolinas? I mean, I started uh, writing comedy online. That was one of my interests. Oh, yeah, uh, and that's what got you on the show today. (laughs) Well, got me hooked on the website. And uh, spent a lot of time there over the last few years, honestly, so... Building a brand (laughs) of powerful (laughs) online presence. Yeah. Quite a ride, quite a ride. But I like uh, music. Uh, I have been a singer my whole life, and I have tried to learn to teach myself to play some instruments. I'm not very good at any of them, but oh. I like to do that. <laughs> what's your um, What's your go to instrument now? Are you can you play guitar or more piano? Uh, no, I wish. Oh my gosh, do I ever wish that I played piano? And I'd really like to learn still. But no, I just I screw around on ukulele, and my husband just got me a bass guitar, so I'm learning that now. Ooh, bass! Yeah, that's how I started into the guitar arts. <laughs> Huge, uh. <laughs> it's like very unwieldy, much different <laughs> from it the tiny thing. Is different, and it's more of like a. <laughs> Uh, rhythmy kind of thing. Yeah, Weird. which I need help in. Really, I, I'm not very rhythmic, and uh, but I'm. I think this will help. Yeah, the bass <laughs> will definitely help because it's sort of like yeah, part of the the rhythm of the song. You go boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I like the way they feel. They're very good vibrations and all that. <laughs> yeah, really cool. And uh, when you get when you get a cool riff, when you like learn one of those epic like bass riffs or whatever. <laughs> that's good that's a good one or the yeah the abc (laughs) that one from that was a good one (laughs) and you just play that again and again (laughs) yeah yeah those ones are those ones are fun and they always impress people (laughs) you can just do it in like the guitar so yeah the part i'm looking forward to i want to impress some people i don't know if i'll get there but yeah, you, when you're when you're up to like a five string fretless <laughs> bass, yeah. and you're playing Mingus or whatever and so, yeah. uh, Tool, well, that's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are some of your musical influences? Let's talk about that. What music you into? You know that that is uh, that answer has changed a lot in the last year. Or so actually, Spotify really changed how I was able to find music that I like. So I've actually learned a lot about what I like. In the last uh, couple of years. That is good. Yeah, I enjoy Spotify as well for their discover. <laughs> you know, they, yeah, the algorithm is strong. Yeah, and I have to credit, I've, I've made some cool friends who have good taste in music on Twitter, actually. Um, of, you know, all the good, cool people there, you included. But lots of different musical tastes that come together. And um, I learned a lot about music from especially like Will and Tom. Will and Tom, and they've done their own musical threads. You people yeah. can go and check them out. Uh, Trojan Sauce and uh, <laughs> Upside Down Trash is who we're talking about. And uh, yeah, on their episode, I think we talked, both of their episodes, we talked about um, music and what kind of music they're into. Uh, and yeah, they did those long threads that are also mm-hmm. Spotify playlists. And that's very, very, very cool. So yeah, you can check out new songs. Actually, I was just, uh, I heard a song the other day and I was like, oh man, I wonder if Tom knows about this. And I, DM, I DM'd him the song. He's like, yeah. mate, I love that album or whatever. I was like, oh, you already, he already knew. <laughs> he course, already knew. Yeah, yeah you can, it's hard to sneak a new one in on them. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm a dork. I really had no, like, knowledge of music that was current or, like, anything outside of, like, I was trained in opera and musical theater, so, like, I was a huge theater geek, and, like, I really didn't know any cool music other than what, like, my mom listened to, like, cool 70s, like, festival jams, John Joplin, and stuff like that, (laughs) so, like, but my uh, experience in music was really limited, so it's been nice. That's pretty cool. So you're all operatic? Can you hit hit all those? Can you break a glass oh, and everything? <laughs> God, no, not anymore. I really only did opera for a couple years and I was really young, like seven, eight, nine. And then I started veering into musical theater. 
Okay, so what are some of your favorite musical theater? Have you seen Hamilton? I've heard it that it is good. <laughs> oh, I really shouldn't have steered myself this way because I should have seen Hamilton and I have not. I've heard a lot of the soundtrack via my friend, but I have not seen it. I did. I get almost no chances to see actual like live stage shows anymore. Right. I guess that would be you'd have to go. I know it's touring now, but <laughs> it was in New York for a long time, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. So no, not Hamilton. Um, I uh, <laughs> I really like uh, I, you know Stephen Sondheim. I really like Into the Woods is one of my favorites. I haven't seen the movie adaptation because I'm too scared. Oh, you I'm don't want it to like ruin it. your thing? Would yeah. Ruin yeah, your impression that. of it. Yeah, I like a lot of uh, Jason Robert Brown, and of course, I like weird, off the wall musicals like Little Shop of Horrors. Is one of my I have oh, big yeah. spot in my heart for Little Shop of Horrors. So. Little Shop of Horrors is great. Uh, <laughs> shout out Rick Moranis, Steve oh my Martin. God, good, yeah. <laughs> All right, very good. I think that gives us a nice little background about you. So <laughs> beautiful. Thank you. Now we'll get into your story, and the story is titled. Senior year anatomy lab. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Uh, yeah. This is like, I realize now this is sort of a weird story to choose to tell about myself, but it's because I've actually never told it myself. Um, my best friend always tells it. And this is the story that she chooses to pull out whenever I introduce her to new people. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I don't know. I guess I'm trusting her judgment, but uh, we've been best friends since seventh grade and uh, oh, yeah, senior a year. I was always kind of more of like this since I moved a lot, you know, and then I kind of like finally settled in one school and I was kind of like a weird skater kid in like a really preppy like wealthy school so it's kind of like a weirdo and they thought I was way cooler than I was um and so I got a kind of coast on that reputation and um she was always the more like preppy goody two-shoes squeamish one but we get to like senior year and I wanted to take something hippie crunchy granola like about planets or rocks or something and I ended up having to take anatomy and uh, and she was my anatomy lab partner, my best friend, and I was not happy. Uh, <laughs> what? I did not want to be in that class. I immediately, from day one, when they told us we'd be dissecting, I was really upset. I started with the petitions about oh, how yeah. dissecting isn't necessary. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and all that. And lo and behold, my best friend is way like my squeamish up until this class best friend is super into dissecting to like a weird point. Like I was really <laughs> concerned about, I mean, the way our roles had reversed <laughs> and her weird interest in dissecting dead bodies. But anyway, like we get through. I got, I didn't have to do it. I could sit there and watch her do it as long as I took notes because I did all the petitioning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we got through, you know, frogs, birds, whatever they have you do, like a eyeball and like a heart or whatever. So what? like. So how many teacher. things are you dissecting? I was like, <laughs> this class has got to be like. Throughout the course of the year, right? So like. We get to the end of it, and our teacher, uh, Miss Mastel, walks in, and she was this tiny woman. Like, I'm short. I'm not even five feet tall. This woman, like, came eyeball height with me. Like, the top of her head was, like, with my eyeball. She was tiny, and she had, like, a hunch, and she was awesome. <laughs> Everybody really loved her, and she, like, skittered around in this little lab coat, and she was the best. But she came in one day and looked me dead in the eye and was like, you're not going to be happy with what we're doing tomorrow, but I'm very excited. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> and she brought in these like big plastic bags full of like dead cats oh, and I was okay. really really unhappy <laughs> that would be upsetting to it see right really really upsetting and I still like I was still like I don't agree with this at all but then like um she told us for some reason and I still don't know whether I believe this but she told us that they were diseased cats from Mexico that were dying of natural causes and I really think that that was just a sort of placate me <laughs> right yeah i guess so anyway. yeah you know, well you know like where does it where do you get your where's your dead cat hookup yeah what's yeah who's your dead cat Man, guy who's your dead cat guy right Jeez. trench coat on the corner like so, you open up the coat like a bag of dead cats just like walking desk to desk like plomping a dead cat in front of the, a group 
and they were um they didn't have hair they were like so they looked kind of, you know like chickens or whatever i don't know oh, it was yeah. bad it was upsetting but anyway my friend is way psyched <laughs> 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 and uh and we start opening them up or whatever. This is like over the course of the week, we open them up. And like, this is a really like weird story to tell you right off the bat. I'm so sorry. But like, <laughs> <laughs> um, we get into the kitties and like some of them had babies inside. No. And like our teacher freaks out. She's so excited about it. And she like runs to get jars of formaldehyde. She cannot get over how many specimens she's going to have of these. Uh-huh. And like, so upset and disturbed by this that like as she's out of the room like she couldn't have been gone very long but i just like made a decision and i walked around to every table and asked everybody to give me their little cat fetuses if they had any (laughs) and like everybody did (laughs) so like i got back to my table with like a paper towel filled with like 11 little teeny really cute little tiny bodies and like Allison is like my best friend is like what are you doing so I like wrapped them all I was like I don't know I wrapped them all up in paper towels and put them I took my lunch out of my lunch bag and I put them in my lunch bag what (laughs) this this story just got wild uh (laughs) and so Miss Mastel comes back in and when she realizes that they're all gone she starts freaking out and she starts threatening the whole class with detention. And it's our senior year and it's like getting toward the end of the year too. So like, we're just trying to make it out. You know what I mean? So nobody really has time for this nonsense, but nobody told on me and I really appreciate my class for that. Holy so. cow. What? Wow. <laughs> like, I can't believe nobody told on me. So we leave and like at lunch, Allison is like, do you still have them with you? And I'm like, yeah, of course. What am I going to do with them? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. She's like, I don't understand what your plan is. But like, I get through the whole day and I took them home and, um, and I buried each one in a little teeny grave at my parents' house. So there's like probably, they don't live there anymore, but there's probably tiny kitten ghosts haunting that house. Oh, Whoever what? lives there. That would be the <laughs> cutest haunting. Right? Yeah. So I bless them with kitten ghosts. Well, S- Sky, that was a very interesting story. <laughs> it's a uh, it's very nice that you you gave them proper burial. And, uh, I don't know why that was so like It was important. Me, it was. And that the that the evil science teacher she didn't get them. Great, but she was weirdly I just didn't like the idea of them being in jars. I don't know. Yeah, they would have had. They would have been in jars forever for people to sure. ogle <laughs> for yeah. science students and her oh. to ogle, but not on your watch. <laughs> I'm here to cause trouble in the anatomy lab. <laughs> well, I'm sure the ghosts of those kittens. Thank you. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that uh, interesting and fun story. <laughs> And now let's get into talking Twitter. Bum, bum, bum. So it says here that you have been on Twitter since October 2010. Wow! Wow! Quite a time. So just about. Oh gosh! In your yeah, eighth that year. <laughs> For five years, I did nothing with that thing. <laughs> that seems to be a common theme. A lot of people, they're like, what? They're like, in 2009, I had it, but I yeah, didn't use it until 2012. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of people don't, or they got on and like sent one tweet and then didn't use it again until <laughs> like 2015. Is that the yeah, same that like you're saying? one tweet full of hashtags, like 15 hashtags, because you don't know what you're doing. And you're like, I, we use hashtags on this site, right? Yeah, that's what I would. That's what I like to know. What were you doing in 2010? Was it uh, replying to people? Was it hashtags? Was it like Facebook status style <laughs> updates? Like having lunch, <laughs> having lunch, doing the lunch. <laughs> hashtag um, cheese. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good lunch right there. <laughs> Great hashtag too. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I think I was probably. Uh, I just I made a bunch of social media accounts at the same time like when i discovered internet sort of i'm always behind everything <laughs> and, um, okay just one day you're walking around like internet eh i mean like i didn't have a smartphone for a really like i really like really really uh stubbornly held on to my little 
brick Nokia, like with prepay minutes until <laughs> yeah. 20. Like that just, I really, <laughs> I uh, really just. <laughs> other, I know people who've done that too. And it's, it yeah. is odd sort of like when you want to like <laughs> cling to the past a little bit, I, just cause yeah, it's familiar. Culture <laughs> of cell phone era. And, um, yeah, my brother, my little brother bought me a smartphone. It was like, for God's sake, Skylar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Enough with your T9. <laughs> So I made all these social media accounts that one makes when one gets a smartphone. And one of those was Twitter. And as far as I knew, that was where you told people what you had for lunch, basically exactly like <laughs> Facebook, but less characters. So like yeah. it didn't really interest me. Yeah. OK, that's that's exactly sort of the idea that I had. Also, I'm like, well, we already have Facebook status updates. Why would you need, need a website that's just Facebook status updates? But like less. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you choose your handle? You said you got it across all, were, were you the same brand across all media? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have been using Space Girl Incognito for a long time. I think it had a couple different dumb names before that. But then when I decided I was going to try hashtag wars or whatever, I started trying when I first <laughs> found comedy twitter um i made i wanted space girl and there is somebody who has space girl who has no like no tweets and a locked account no uh, followers i'm so mad at her yeah. <laughs> so i was like all right well i am space girl there it is. <laughs> uh, so is that what you had to do on the other medias like so on one you're space girl on another one you're i am space girl yeah and some of them are space girl incognito so it's just sort of Scattery. I didn't. I'm. It was no plan to make like a cohesive brand. I just happened to always sort of use that name. Hello, kitty. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's good that you were able to lock down the Space Girl Incognito handles <laughs> across all the brands, all, all the media. So what was your first memorable interaction on Twitter? What do you remember from the early days? My first memorable interactions, I used to at reply to uh, Jess OK Fine and the Todd Williams and Ooh, Timmy out. Toe. All my favorites. <laughs> And then that was when DMs were just first starting. So those guys I used to interact with a lot. And then I made a close friend group with, a, at the time it was I Eat Fruit, although now it's Butt Swords or Butt Sword, <laughs> I think. Him, Edgar Allan Lowe, Trojan Sauce, um, Too Many Toes, uh, Upside Down Trash. And then, um, unfortunately, she's no longer around. Although I assume she's alive somewhere, but um, I Elizabeth semi automatic oh, okay, yeah. semi automatic sloth. She yeah. was the funniest person. Very I, I funny <laughs> tweets. Yeah. yeah, she is just, <clears throat> and not even just her timeline. Like she was just one of the legitimately funniest people to chat with that I've ever known, and I miss her so much. That was my first really close friend group. Nice. A lot of great folks mentioned in there and a lot of friends of the show. <laughs> so, that's <laughs> oh, how, yeah. you know, they're great. Uh, very cool. So what is uh, what's the nicest thing that's happened? I guess making those friends is pretty nice. It is. Um, gosh, the nicest thing that's happened. I, you know, I think I really like getting messages from random people just telling me that I made them laugh and that they needed it. I think that's really the best thing that happens. <laughs> yeah the most like yeah that's the best feedback is really just like hey this made me laugh and i needed to laugh so thanks i'm like yeah that's the best yeah accept i'll accept this message <laughs> <laughs> yes accepted thank you <laughs> very cool and people who do send those messages thank you it is very nice so nice i love that don't be afraid to reach out Unless it's for weird stuff. If it's Don't bad, it. yeah, if it's bad, you know that it you shouldn't. Yeah, keep that business to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now, have you ever had any interesting or fun interactions with celebrities or brands? You ever interact with brands online? I don't get a lot of brand interaction. Um, I don't think I make a brands enough of a, a priority in my uh in my own like i don't pay attention enough and I that's wish, good like, yeah some of, those, <laughs> some of the brands are really fun to interact with and i like looking at the interactions but i've just never made that my thing <laughs> yeah you're not like hey toaster strudel 
right. get over here. <laughs> I, Acknowledge me. I got words for you. More. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need more <laughs> of the sugar, sweet, sugary goodness. Gosh, there's not enough frosting in those packs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> less air. Yeah, we need like double packs. All right, there needs to be like like Bounty has the choose a size paper towels. Oh yeah, you need like choose a size. I don't know how that would yeah. work. Or like double stuff icing. Yeah. <laughs> just two two one. of those strips of icing bullets or whatever. Bullets, <laughs> icing bullets. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, no, not a lot of brands. I've I have met some cool I like celebrities. That's I think that's one of the coolest things about Twitter is it just like equalizes so that you have the opportunity to really get anybody's attention. <laughs> yeah, you can yell into Shaq's pocket, yeah. as Matt yeah. O'Brien likes to say. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, it's interesting how certain celebrities are involved online and. You can talk to them. So weird to me. It's very strange. It's been a very surreal experience. So tell us, who are the big names that you've interacted with? Uh, Well, Lin-Manuel Miranda, um, who wrote Hamilton. Who wrote um, Hamilton that you did not see. I did not see it. I know. I love Moana, though. Oh, my God. (laughs) He has interacted with me a bit. Um, He gave me a shout out on his timeline, which I really appreciated. And I DM'd him to say thanks for that. And he's a super nice guy. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, he's he's one of the real nice dudes uh, and very, very good on Twitter. He's just doing the good work. And uh, the other guy, I guess it's just the same way. Just super nice, down to earth, really, really awesome guy is Mark Hoppus. And he's very funny as well. So it's cool. Ah, fellow bass player, right? <laughs> just us bass players just hanging out on Twitter. Boop, boop, boo. Yeah. <laughs> that bass line in Josie, though, you got to learn that one. Oh my gosh, the she has like a Josie. whole list for me now. Oh, does I'm, Like lying around after this. Steven said I have to learn these ones. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that was one of the first ones that I learned. You know, jangly, those jangly bass riffs. I love those ones. <laughs> awesome. Got a couple more talking Twitter questions here. And who would be your dream follow back? That's somebody who you currently follow who you'd love a follow back. Oh man, um... That would be uh, Umami Skeleton at Merman Melville. Uh, I think she is one of the funniest, weirdest brains I've ever gotten the pleasure of reading tweets out of. And uh, I've been following her forever. And I don't think she's real active or anything. And we certainly don't run in any of the same circles. But I've always wanted to follow back. There you go. Yeah, that's one of the the big all-time accounts. Uh Uh-huh. Very funny. Yeah. All right. Now, this last question comes to us. It is the <laughs> ultimate dream follow-back. This Are is you serious <laughs> right now? Yeah. <laughs> this is any fiction person, real or fictional, living or dead. Oh, my gosh. What? It could be any person, real, <laughs> what am I doing with them? real or fictional, living or dead. It, who is? Who would you want to follow you back on Twitter? you got to oh assume that this character <laughs> is uh, alive and on Twitter for this uh, scenario. But like any, any, any person, me? real or fictional, living or dead. Wow. Gosh. Covering that's... all <laughs> space and time, past, present and future. No one said I mean, a like... future person who hasn't been invented yet. <laughs> I want. Yeah, I do. I would. Any person from the future, even like the most unimportant person from the future would be better than anybody from the past. Much more useful. Future people are incredibly cool. Yeah. So that's that yeah i want any individual from the future if you're listening please follow me on twitter and give me secrets <laughs> it's like a person from the future has, <laughs> like their account is like from future joe or something yes, from at, at future dude one <laughs> yeah future dude was taken yes <laughs> that's a great answer a future person <laughs> Really thinking inside the box. <laughs> All right, so now we'll get into the tweets. So you have selected some tweets of your own, and they're great. Everyone should obviously be following at I am Space Girl on Twitter for tweets like these and more. Others that are heard on the podcast. One of the most popular person people whose tweets have appeared, been chosen by other people. So we should mention that. You got a lot of shout-outs in previous episodes, so everyone should be familiar <laughs> with some of your tweets already. This first tweet we got here, I will read, and it is the first rule of Don't Fight Club. 
is let's talk about it. <laughs> that is great. There's a lot of Fight Club <laughs> tweets where you've yeah. got the first rule of Fight Club, very popular format or yeah. meme. But this is perfect. I was really excited when it popped into my brain, honestly. It was one of those I Googled it and Twitter searched it furious. I was like, someone's got to have thought of this fun little twist on that classic joke. It's like- perfect. <laughs> Don't fight, club. Let's yeah. talk about it. It's about just it. perfect. It's good life advice. I'm glad that you got excited about that. So, yeah, usually the best ones come to you fully formed, sort uh-huh. of, right? In your in your head as a, as a full-fledged idea. So on June 18th, 2015, <laughs> boom, 8.28 p.m., the light went on. Oh, wow. Uh, so, again, very great, <laughs> very great tweet. So we got a couple more here. How about, oh, do you want to be magician? <laughs> Are we going to do it back and forth? Yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I can be the second thing. You could be you. <laughs> so be me. Traps, wasp, under a cut. Magician ghost, who haunts you? I appear and set down two more cups. No. I'm starting to shuffle them. <laughs> yeah, I knew that one wouldn't read well. But it I doesn't read. The, so magician ghost who haunts you appears and puts down uh, two more cups and starts to shuffle the cups. And there's a wasp under one of those cups. Yeah. Danger right there. Yeah, I, I guess uh, I really like that one. I like the image of that one. the image is great. <laughs> and you're you're like no, no, oh, yeah, please, <laughs> not uh, again. <laughs> great stuff. Yeah, yeah. Magician ghost. Magician ghost yeah, is a great character. <laughs> All right, we got one more here from Space Girl Incognito, and it is great. Uh, and the tweet is pretending I'm a dragon. Not like outwardly, just for me. Dragons are in the news and their energy. Dragon energy (laughs) is in the news. And uh, yeah, it's like Kanye Trump thing. (laughs) Oh, I've been off the Twitter. Oh, you've been off Twitter. So Kanye's back on Twitter and people are losing it because it's a bunch of kind of crazy stuff. Uh, And one of the things he tweeted is like, dragon energy (laughs) like he's got dragon energy or trump has it (laughs) i don't know oh (laughs) that doesn't sound good yeah it's a good time to not be not be on twitter right now i'm not sad to be missing that yeah it is uh it is a kind of a crazy time all right so those are great and thank you for sharing those with us and now we get into your picks from others and you got a couple this was really hard man this would have been i mean like every hour i was like oh but what about this three oh but what about this three like Mm -hmm. this was really hard (laughs) this is hard yeah selected from literally hundreds of tweets online you have chosen some of these ones all right this first one (laughs) is from lay at lay from loihi is that am i saying that right I honestly don't know, but it sounds fine. L-E-I from L-O-I-H-I. She'll know who she is. You know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the tweet that you've selected is this. Time is a human construct, I think, or a malleable space fabric, maybe. Zones are hulls begging to be breached, like your mom. Probably. (laughs) It's like a poem. I know. I love it. Her style is so... She, like, weirdly inserts modern, like, ideas into these, like, intelligent, like, space poems. Like, I don't know. I love her. I think she's awesome. Yeah, she's really cool. She's got, uh, yeah, sort of an ethereal vibe or... Yeah, all her stuff is really sort of spacey and uh, interesting. I love her. Really. Great use She's of an words. awesome, nice, nice, nice person too. From a nice person. Yeah. Great. <laughs> well, shout out to Lay. And now this next one is from Mouse on a Carousel at Carousel Mouse. <laughs> and it is a back and forth between our two favorites, Apollo and Hermes. <laughs> and Artemis, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, so Apollo says, I'll be the god of the sun. Hermes. Okay, I'll take light. Apollo, I'm also light. <laughs> Artemis, I'll take music. Apollo, no, I'm also music. That's me too. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. Those gods. <laughs> get it. Greedy bastard. Get I it sorted. <laughs> yeah, I that love is it. a good There one. are a couple people um, who do, who have done several just really awesome, like, Greek mythology jokes, but that is like, I freaking love that joke so much. You gotta love a good Greek mythology joke. <laughs> All right, and the final tweet that you have selected from others comes to us from Dr. Peanut at Nine Tired Bugs. <clears throat> And the tweet is, girls don't like boys. Girls like Googling bear facts and reading the third best one out loud, but saving the best two for a special occasion. <laughs> <laughs> now your laugh is making me laugh. laugh at it. So, <laughs> uh, so how did you stumble upon this one? Um, <laughs> I really like Nine Tired Bugs. She's had a lot of different handles over the last like year or so since I've been following her. But she does just really random like stream of consciousness type stuff like this that I really love. And it, this just really resonated with me. It felt very real enough that like I looked over my shoulder for cameras kind of, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> it's really relatable. So I really, I really like her. That's a great um, one. And I was wondering if it was like the song, if it's supposed to be like that. Uh, yeah. Girls, girls don't, don't like boys. Girls like Googling bear facts and reading the third best right, one yeah. out loud, but saving yeah. the best two for a special occasion. Right. It starts out as a song parody and then it tricks you into something even better than a song parody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would love to know what the special occasions were that she's saving this for. <laughs> That's private i'm sure <laughs> yeah all right well thank you very much for picking those tweets everyone to go check out those tweeters <laughs> and now we get into everyone's favorite part of the podcast it's questions from twitter bum, 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 bum. and i believe you have broken the record for most questions being asked dethroning <laughs> dethroning the todd williams Oh, Todd, hand it over. All right. <laughs> and so we better get into it. The first question comes to us from Llama in a Tux at Llama in a Tux. And Yay. He, yes. Would you rather have finger sized legs or leg sized fingers? Oh, man. I mean, finger-sized legs, you basically just don't have legs. So it's like... <laughs> Do you want like 10 huge legs hanging off your hands or no legs? So I'm going to go with the finger-sized legs. Finger-sized legs. Plus, I could wear those Barbie heels. So small, but so strong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I like the idea of wearing the Barbie shoes, so I'm going to go with that. So you got finger size legs jammed into those plastic Barbie <laughs> shoes. Yeah. All right. That's my look. Well, thank you very much, Kevin, for your question. And the second question comes to us from friend of the show, Sarah Joy Shockey. Oh, at Sarah love. Joy Shockey, your one true love. And she asks, why are you so good? And when others are so bad. <laughs> Oh, Sarah. I mean, like, I don't know. I only seem good, so maybe other people only seem bad. Okay, very diplomatic. But maybe you seem extra good because others are (laughs) so bad, as she puts it. (laughs) She's partial to me, I think. (laughs) I think so. Um, But she's also great, we should say. Everyone go check out her episode. Check out her podcast with Marty and Sarah Loves Wrestling. Yes. Yes, it's so good. I didn't even like care about wrestling a little bit before I heard that podcast, and I love it. Like, I don't even have to watch the wrestling. I love to listen to them. They're the yeah, best. Yeah, that's great. So everyone go definitely check that out. Endorsement from Sky <laughs> herself. <laughs> All right, so thank you, Sarah. And the next question oh, comes to us from the aforementioned previous record holder for most questions asked at the show, <laughs> the Todd Williams at the Todd Williams. And Todd has three questions for you. Let's take these one at a time. Okay. <laughs> Number one, who is your favorite online cat? Please speak <laughs> loudly so Sumo can hear. Yes. Hello, Sumo. You are obviously my most favorite cat that I know exclusively online. Meow, Sumo. <laughs> and I hope you enjoyed the meows earlier in the podcast. Yes, that was for you. Okay. And the second question from Todd if you were on death row for murder, work oh. with work with me here, he says. What would be your last meal? 
Oh, <laughs> I can't. I love food so much. This isn't fair. Can I request like a buffet? Can I get like Golden Corral? I don't think that's how it works. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> someone's tried that before. <laughs> I don't love Golden Corral specifically, but they have a lot of different options. So, like, <laughs> it's just yeah, the like the the guards have you in your full shackles. You're at Golden Corral, just like hemming and hawing <laughs> over like yeah. I need to be fully satisfied before I can die. Well, like yeah, um, yeah. I don't know either. Like I don't know, like a pot roast with mashed potatoes or like full seafood, giant plate of crab legs and shrimp. Full seafood, giant crab legs <laughs> and shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yep. I, don't, I like yeah. the sea bugs. <laughs> you enjoy seafood. I do. Yeah. Okay. All you right. seem really upset by that. I am not a seafood enjoyer myself. But I'm trying to trying to get onto the onto the bandwagon slowly. Like there are certain things, what like is, salmon, like, like a good salmon. Perfect. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. And like a non-offensive like fish, like a tilapia, something that doesn't really have much. Oh, Flavor, that's fine. Just terrible. boring. It's just boring, it's right? Like so kind of. boring. But I am not into crabs, lobster, or other sea bugs. <laughs> sea bugs are the best. <clears throat> They're the best. <laughs> yeah, I don't know well, what it is. I don't know what it is. You don't have to eat that then for your last meal. Thank you. Give you that gift. <laughs> Thank you. We're like I'm <laughs> sitting in my jail cell and they just bring me a huge plate of seafood. I'm like, I think ooh, there's uh, been a no. mix up. <laughs> no, I said I didn't have to eat that. <laughs> like, oh no, Sky ordered this for you. She said you'd. <laughs> this is what you want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, and Todd's third and final question for you is: I would like to hear you sing a little song. Will you please? Please. <laughs> oh my goodness. I hate to deny him a request since he has never denied me any weird Photoshop requests ever, uh. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm really underprepared to sing a song. I I owe you a song, Todd. Oh, put in getting a rain check, Todd. <laughs> getting a rain check. But I guess uh, he knows about your vocal uh, prowess, right? Your your singing yeah, ability. Right. Yeah, I occasionally will throw a little tiny mini song video up on Twitter here and there. They can be tracked down. Yeah, everyone go track those down. <laughs> All right, so Todd, you got one IOU. Yes. So pretty good. That's pretty good. Sorry, rest of the listeners. <laughs> You'll never get to hear her sweet and melodic voice unless you track it, track it down online. All right, and the next question comes to us from our favorite question asker, I'm talking about Timmy at the Timmy Toes, <laughs> the aforementioned, and he's got a couple of great questions for you. The first, oh. the first one: What was the last thing you ordered out of a paper catalog? A paper catalog, dude. Ah, uh, <laughs> probably like a Scholastic Book Fair type deal. Like probably okay. some sort of 3D bookmark or. Um, you know, book with a necklace embedded into the front of it. <laughs> it like if it that. didn't have a gimmick, you were not <laughs> yeah. ordering it. Not, from... Yeah, that's not for me. Unless it was Goosebumps, in which case, all of them. You did. Okay, you read all the Goosebumps? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you see the Goosebumps movie? Um, I've seen all of the show, but I don't know. I'm, you know, I don't know if I have seen the movie. Although my oldest daughter loves and has definitely watched <laughs> The, All of it. Oh yeah, the show was great. I mean, that was sort of more from uh, from our uh, era growing up. But then yeah. the movie was new, right? It's like a modern. I I didn't even. I'm not. It sure was like Jack that Black and. Oh my gosh! No, I don't even know about this. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, I don't think it blew anyone's minds. Oh, <laughs> but, well, uh, maybe yeah. I just will forget I learned about it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I definitely recommend those Goosebumps books. They're actually kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, they definitely creep me out. I just, uh, I wasn't very brave as a child, so I Did don't think that that's any, you know, comment on how scary they are. <laughs> I guess it's true. Yeah, so there was the show Goosebumps, and then we also had the show uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark. Did you get that oh, show? Oh, 
Oh my gosh, that show scared the bejesus out of that. I can still see that intro and yeah. freak out. <laughs> like that abandoned playground swing and whatnot. No, yeah. no, no. No, thank you. That show was so scary. I remember them all, though. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a great show. Uh, <laughs> it's a great show, yeah, it really is. I would watch them again now, but like at the time, oh man, nightmares. 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 They knew exactly how scary to make it <laughs> to scare. It was like Snake 2 on Snick. And it was like the yep. whole vibe, Snick at night. You know, before Nick at Night, which was also I loved to watch, like I love Lucy and Bewitched, like that was my come down off of the scary Snick stuff. Right? Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, those those super old sitcoms, the black and white yeah. ones, are incredibly comforting to watch for some reason. Super, yeah. It really brings <laughs> so you back good. to like wind down from like the scary pool monster or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You never want to go to bed after the no. ventriloquist like, dummy. Oh, God, I need <laughs> so. some Dick Van Dyke in my life right now, or I can't sleep. <laughs> so. Bring on some Bob Newhart or whatever. All right. So it was uh, Scholastic ordering a book out of the paper catalog. That's the answer to Timmy's first question. And Timmy's second question, it's a would you rather. Would you rather constantly have damp socks or get a milk mustache every time you take a sip of a beverage, no matter what it is, even if it's not milk? Good Lord. What a weirdly terrible choice to have to make like neither of those is life-threatening or anything but both really unpleasant um gosh i drink a lot of water and that seems like a lot of milk mustaches to deal with so like i'm i guess i'll have to take damp socks oh going with damp socks (laughs) going against the grain uh you don't mind damp socks uh, not as much as I think I would mind a milk mustache after every single thing I drank, no matter what it was. <laughs> okay. All right. I get it. <laughs> Damn socks, though. <laughs> I know. I don't. It's a really terrible choice to have to make. It's a Sophie's <laughs> choice, an awful Sophie's oh. choice. All right. Well, thank you very much, Timmy, for those eye-opening questions. And let's keep this going. And the next question comes to us from a friend of the show. Rachel Mandick at hey. Rachel underscore Mandick. And she asked, Sky, if you could make one major modification to the way the human body is designed, what would it be? <laughs> I love this question. It's a great to question. Imagine all of the weird mutations that people <laughs> should have. I personally, I, you know, like part of me wants to lean toward like giant bug eyes. So, like, you know, I like all those different right. segments. But really, I think I think a shell or an exoskeleton would be the way to go. Mm. Maybe an exoskeleton. exoskeleton. Although I like the idea of retreating into a shell and still having all the benefits of skin. So like a shell. I'm going to go with a shell. Shell. Okay. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. It was like snowing or whatever. You just like pop right yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. And then you still have all the benefit of like soft, nice, like sensory skin, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like an exoskeleton would cut down on like that nice sensory intake, but like a shell solves that problem. All right. Well, thanks for talking it through. <laughs> now we know <laughs> that's the real answer. All right. This next question comes to us from Rob Elliott at Rocky Momax. And he's got two questions for you. Number one, Sky, who is your blood brother and how much do you love him? <laughs> Rob is my my blood brother, and I love Rob. him so much. <laughs> there you go, friend of the show, Rob Elliott. How did he know? All right, and, and his follow up question: Can I buy you Wawa and mail it and or drive it up, and Cam can carry you around on his back? <laughs> his toddler son <laughs> who probably could carry me around on his back. Um, I demand in person delivery from Rob. I will not accept Wawa through the mail, even though that really goes against my pledge to always accept Wawa anytime. <laughs> so drive it on up and drive she it, will yeah. gladly accept it. Get your butt over here. Are you tired? I did stifle a yawn in the middle of that <laughs> sentence and it sounded really weird. Listeners, that's what happened. Me before this. I apologize <laughs> <laughs> that I uh, woke up startled <laughs> and immediately had to contact Sky to record this podcast. All right. Thank you, Rob. And the next question comes to us from front of the show, Billy at Y Green on Twitter. And he asks, hello, Sky. 
I hope you're doing well. My question is, if you're stranded on an island, would you rather have only your companion be a bat or a snail? Your only companion, <laughs> rather. A bat or a snail. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> going to pit my two favorites against one another. Uh, I think a bat would be far more useful than a snail in a desert deserted island type situation mm, now just yeah. seems impractical yeah you're <laughs> right and especially if the bat was your friend you could be like right patrick go and he would oh go gosh, and patrick and... dude <laughs> <laughs> patrick <laughs> yeah. is amazing that just made me so happy like in my heart patrick oh my god <laughs> uh, yeah he'd be your friend he could help you gather fruit. small fruits yeah, uh, yeah or whatever yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be nice. All right, bat. I very good that, answer. Actually. Like that's sort of although, a yeah, although we should mention for the listeners, you do have a, a great affinity and fondness for bugs of all kind, uh, especially snails. So don't think <laughs> that it's because you don't like them. Yeah, it's not a comment on how incredibly awesome snails are. Yeah, it's just for this specific question. Yeah. <laughs> so dry climate seems bad for them. Yeah, they would, they would get they would get sand <laughs> all in their shell and stuff. They'd hate it. Um, so thank you very much, Billy. Everyone, go check out Why Green online. The next question comes to us from Wildebeest at Flash Ember. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he asks, Sky, Wildebeest here. A couple of questions for the newsletter. <laughs> uh, number one, why do you think snails are cooler than wildebeests? Oh, I never said that. <laughs> I was making an assumption. I never said that. I love Flash Ember. He's also one of my earliest friends on the website. And I definitely think that, if anything... Wildebeest and snails are equally cool. Oh, very diplomatic. <laughs> uh, he has a couple more questions here. His second question, if a witch let you choose what place you would haunt forever, where and what would it be and why? I'm haunting somewhere. Okay. Actually, yeah. Um, there's this place called the Ritz Theater in Oakland, South Jersey, and I used to work there as a kid. Um, I did shows there, and I ushered there, and I did the summer camp there, and I just spent a lot of good times there. And not only did I have happy memories there, but it's, like, super creepy and old, like, theater, like, just really good haunting grounds. You mm. know what I mean? Like, it has the right vibe. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah, stuff. and there's probably already cool ghosts already oh, yeah. there. So you could, like, have a sweet posse. And you could do plays, like ghost plays. Oh, yeah. Now you're talking. Mm -hmm. All right. That's great. Uh, And the final question from Beast is, what's your favorite classic English novel and why? Oh, my goodness. Classic. And that's... I don't know if he has a certain thing in mind here or not. I'm trying to think if he might have anything particular in mind, but the only, like classic literature i know from him specifically that we have references to is like the highwayman and that's the poem so i'm gonna say that my favorite classic english novel is probably emma i really like emma a lot and um sadly i really started to like emma because when i was a kid in the 90s i loved clueless so much <laughs> and okay. my mom when i when i came home and i was like oh my god i love this movie clueless my mom um was in college at the time and handed me a copy of emma and said here read this that's what it's based on and i just got good memories attached to it oh that's great yeah when you get them when you like the modern version of a classic mm-hmm. it's great mm-hmm. to go back and revisit that source material yeah so yeah well great all right thank you very much for those questions beast and the next question comes to us from Brandon at Le Bear Girdle, friend of the show. And he asks, Sky, hello. If a bottle of ketchup and a bottle of mustard got into a fight, prison rules, who would win? So what's prison rules? Is that like no rules? What's- I think it's, yeah, kind of no rules. So a no-holds-barred brawl. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say mustard. Mustard is like the bottle's usually a little smaller, but like it's it's a feisty condiment compared to ketchup. I just think ketchup is sort of bland. I don't think ketchup is going to do anything surprising. Right. Ketchup is just it's got, a big guy. Got you know the size, mean? but not the it doesn't have <laughs> yeah. it doesn't have the fight. Right. Yeah. I think mustard has something to live for. Right. <laughs> mustard would pull some <laughs> crazy, crazy shit. <laughs> and ketchup would have no idea <laughs> what hit right. it. Slow and 
All right. Well, thank you very much for your question, Brandon. And <laughs> the next question comes to us from Jeff at Jeff WNI. And he asks, hi, Sky. What is your recipe to greatness? Oh, you gave him his accent. That's so uh, nice of you. Well, I think he has a Welsh one, right? Oh, I'm not, I'm, I don't know if I've actually actually ever heard him speak, but I know he's one of them from the other side, not from... Cross the our, pond, isn't he? Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, what was that? What is my recipe to greatness? Recipe, yeah. <laughs> I think any great recipe is potato-based, so potatoes. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, please form me your answer in the form of a recipe. <laughs> like, take a dash of dreams. Oh, no. <laughs> a cup of hope. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, just a buttload of potatoes. And like, any way potatoes. you want to prepare those is going to work for you. Salt and pepper to season. Yeah. <laughs> Bake for 20 minutes at 450. There you go. <laughs> recipes from Stephen. <laughs> recipe. All right. Thank you very much, Jeff. And the next question comes to us from at Okay, I'm still hungry. Oh. And he asks, he says, Hey, Sky, what are your long term plans for financial security? Have you been making bi weekly contributions to a Roth IRA? How's your credit score? Thanks. <laughs> These are very personal questions. <laughs> And I'm not prepared to give away that much information. Not ready to uh, divulge this financial information on a public podcast. Oh. And you know what? You got to respect it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> thank you for your questions. Unfortunately, they will not be answered today. All right. The next question comes to us from Mayor P, friendly neighborhood mayor at Pun Magnet. And he asks, you've got a dinner date with God. Ooh. Now, what are you going to wear? Assume budget is no limitation. What do I wear to a dinner date with God? Yeah. I think it's offensive to wear anything to a dinner date with God. Oh, I, <laughs> I think, right? I mean, that is true. You know, I mean, like, you, you go naked, right? I mean, yeah. that's the way of supposedly made you. Dang, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's the perfect answer because if you show up wearing anything... Anything, it's offensive. It's an offense. It's Covering an, God's work or it's whatever. It's like, yeah. Thanks for designing this whole thing. I'm uh, draping it. I'm going with, yeah, I'm going with a polo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing that, like, yeah, could be justified. <laughs> well, that's a good answer. Yeah. That's like the Indiana Jones picking the wooden cup. <laughs> like, oh, he knew. It's not the fancy cup. No, the basis of material. It was like all the other people who tried to go to a dinner date with God who just got smote <laughs> because they wore clothes <laughs> and you show up naked and no. it's like, this is the one. Yeah. <laughs> I win. I'm the ugly You win God. the Willy Wonka of God <laughs> competition. You get to be the new God. <laughs> Take over. Oh, that's how it works if you go to dinner naked with God. That's how it works. He would have an amazing that. glass elevator <laughs> thing or whatever. Yes. Oh, man. That's the truth. All right. Well, thank you very much for the question, Mayor. And the next question comes to us from friend of the show, Rads, at Feeling Euphoric, <laughs> a fellow New Jersey pal. And she asks, you stumble upon a magical, delicious donut. What flavor is this donut, and what slightly useless wish does it grant you? Also, <laughs> how are you so brutiful and good? <laughs> brutiful. I like that word. Um, <laughs> so delicious. Well, the donut. The, donut, yeah. the wish-granting donut. Useless okay. wish-granting donut. Useless wish. Okay. Um, it would be a Boston cream donut. Mm. Uh, those are my favorite. <laughs> and uh, it would let me grow my hair faster. Okay, that's that's a that's a good wish. It is. I changed my hair a lot. I really, really would love for it to grow faster. <laughs> oh, so you can change it more often. More, even more. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, what's your hair looking like right now for the listeners? Oh, it's boring. It's like uh, brown with blue tips. Blue tips? That's not boring. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So that's how you're so brutal. <laughs> you keep your hair uh you keep your hair uh blue and up updated. I, yeah. I try to change my hair as much as possible so nobody notices anything else about me. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's a blue hair now. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> 
Just gives the coworkers something easy to comment on. Exactly. That's easy nice. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Rads, for the lovely questions. <laughs> and the next question comes to us from Steve versus Ninjas at Steve versus Ninjas. Mm. And he asks, what inspires your jokes? Or if you have a particular joke that has a good origin story, tell us. <laughs> I just really like random thoughts and conversations just like everybody else, really. I don't like, I'm not great at sitting down and being like, sometimes I'll use, uh, like when I was trying to write jokes a lot, like put them out, put them out, put them out. Like um, I, I would try to use a word generator sometimes to just try to like jar random pairings of ideas in there together. But okay, really yeah. it's usually just a bizarre image that pops into my head. Just something that you think of on the fly <laughs> or... You'll be walking past a fire hydrant. You'll be like, oh, fire hydrant. <laughs> mm. Yeah, or like when you're in a uh, – so a lot of times when you're in a big group and you're all kind of like – there's so many really ridiculously funny, smart people on our little corner of that website that when you're interacting with people in a big group, particularly bouncing ideas off of everybody, you just kind of come up with weird, funny ideas that you wouldn't otherwise – yeah, shout out to all the group DMs out there. <laughs> Riffin, having a great time behind the scenes of Twitter.com. <laughs> so thank you very much for that question, Steve. And be sure to check out his episode of the pod. All right, next question comes to us from our favorite anagrammer, Thomas Brendel at The Solemn Bard. And he has anagrammed your name, I am Space Girl, into Magical Spire. Wow, I really like that. It's a good anagram, Thomas. Ooh. All right, and his question related to that is, if you're an enchanted tower rising above some strange and distant world, perilous to reach and whispered in legends, what is at the top of you? I'm the tower? Yeah, you're a magical spire. I think that my head should still be at the top. <laughs> Like uh, okay, like yeah. regular size, <laughs> just like up at the top <laughs> of the building. Like that would be. <laughs> so me, it's just like, a regular tower. It's magical, yeah. but then the top right. of the tower, instead of where it, where it would be like a roof, it's just like your head. My head. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, it's your answer. <laughs> I would have the best view of that whole weird place. Yep, the whole. Uh, distant world, strange and distant world. <laughs> mm-hmm. That seems like the best place to be in a strange and distant world. A pie. Look at that Good view. Advantage point. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, thank a you very much. Tower with a head. That's me. Thank you, Thomas. <laughs> and we got a couple more questions here. And this next question comes to us from Joel Crass at Joel Crass, and he asks, "If I hopscotch, did I jump back? Jump Jack? I?" What? Okay. Uh, the question is, if I hopscotch, did I jump Jack? Oh, that's, I don't. <laughs> is that a thing? Or do you know? No, they're okay. different games. <laughs> so, I don't know. No. So the answer is no. Thank you very much, Joel. The next question comes to us from Shug underscore Knight. Yay. Allison, friend of the show, one of the best. And she asks... Can I meet your dogs? Oh, gosh, I hope so. That would be great. She loves my one dog in particular, May May. <laughs> <laughs> she would love to meet you, Shug. Oh, that would be uh, an amazing meeting. We'd all oh, love yeah. to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday. Uh, uh, yeah, Allison's the best. Everyone should definitely go She's check good. out her uh, episode. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was so much fun talking to her. Um, and check out her podcast about crime. She's super interesting. I yeah. really like her. And yeah. uh, you got to be following Shug underscore Knight. Thank you again, Allison, for a great question. And now the final question oh coming to us from Tom. I'm talking at Trojan <laughs> Sauce. Hello. All right. And he says, Hi, guys. Long time reader. First time <laughs> commenter. <laughs> Fuck, Mary kill. Jeriff Hoggle Didymus. Oh, no. 
How you, I don't know what any of those names are. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's three characters from The Labyrinth. The Lab. Okay, got it. Yeah, and I was yeah. never into that film particularly. I should mm-hmm. add it to my queue. Big Such Bowie fan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is a tough FMK. It is. Um, I'm one. I have questions. I mean, like, I'm wondering if you marry one of them, do you have like you know betting rights then indefinitely, or if it's like a sterile marriage? Mm, I think that's up to you. You can interpret it however you like. Oh, oh man. I feel like I should kill uh, Jareth because he's the bad guy, but I'm not going to. Okay. <laughs> um. I think that I would marry Jareth, assuming that I had betting rights <laughs> for the rest of however long. Betting rights. He killed me or turned me into a goblin or whatever. Okay. Um, and then I think I would, I think I would kill Didymus, but only because he is the only one that I think would be okay with it. He's like a little night guy, and I think he would just lay down his life if he knew that it was it would be okay. So uh, him slain in glorious battle with me. Um, And then I just throw Hoggle a bone because he really deserves it. He's kind of a little (laughs) goblin. Throw throw Hoggle a bone. (laughs) (laughs) He's a good dude. (laughs) Very good. All right. Now, Tom, second question. Oh, God. Would you rather never eat Wawa again or (laughs) drink a milkshake made of mustard? Oh, bring on that mustard milkshake. Slurping I, it up. <laughs> give up Wawa. That's not going to happen. You could never give up Wawa, and you are a fan of mustard the way that like you mustard. got yeah, mustard I to destroy ketchup in that battle earlier. Feisty mustard. Oh, yes. I am all about it. Just bring it. Yeah. <laughs> if I can have a Wawa hoagie after. And you get that mustard milk st- mustache. <laughs> yes, that's horrible. Oh. <laughs> Uh, that's like weirdly more appealing to me than a milk mustache though <laughs> the mustard milk mustache yeah, a must- mustard mustache it's just a <laughs> it's just a mustache it's just a regular <laughs> yeah mustache only we know its secret meaning <laughs> all right and the final question coming to us from tom and for the show today thank you to everyone who has sent in a question at yeah. fots pod really appreciate it the final question from tom which of your kids is your favorite and why? <laughs> it's ridiculous. I love all of my children equally, Tom. Uh, I don't Stop. think I don't think that's the question. <laughs> <laughs> then none of them are my favorite. They're all my favorite. Oh, diplomatic as ever. <laughs> Thank you so much. We made it through all the questions and we've made it to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for joining me this week. It's been a real pleasure. <laughs> Truly one of the best online. And I know you're not around that much, but uh, whenever you are, it's a great great to see you uh, online. One of the nicest people. And thank you so much for joining me this week. And now, if there's nothing else, we will wrap up and say our goodbyes as I play the theme. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you for waking me up from the nap. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And I wish all the best for you and your cats and your fam. (laughs) And And you too. See you online. See you around. Well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Sky. So many laughs and so much fun and meow. And although oh, she isn't always there, you can still always find her jokes on Twitter at I am Space Girl. And be sure to follow at FOTS Pod and also send a question for future guests. I am on Twitter at Skinner Steven. You can visit www.stevenwskinner.com for all the old episodes. And you can visit Apple Podcasts and subscribe and leave a rating and review, even if you think it sucks. A thank you to Ruby Coast for the music, and thanks to Kyla Davidson for the theme, and thanks to you so very much for listening. I am Stephen W. Skinner. Have a great one. <laughs>